gentlemen, welcome back to the Championship Rounds podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is for the fight on this upcoming Saturday, March 4th, starting at 9 p.m. CST, 10 p.m. EST. We're going to cover every single one of these fights on this card today. Uh, today, joining me, we have the one and only We Beat the Spread at the top camera. By the way, this is live, just in case you're wondering. We have underneath him the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. Buck. Not going to dox him this time. <laughs> we have right underneath him the Jolly Roger. And I'm your host, Millie V. And we're here to have some fun today. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Have some, Fantastic. Good. Yeah, have some fun. Oh, well. Hopefully make some people some money come Saturday. Right? Good. The goal is always to make people money, and I enjoy that part, you know? Um... You know what we forgot to do for this live part was put our records above our heads. Um, next, ah, we'll get there. I haven't, I haven't seen. We can even start on. We can even start that. I think. Yeah. In the next. We'll week we'll go so. back through them. We'll have our records above our heads. I'm still gonna stick All to right. my. I'm still gonna stick to my thing. I know Handy's got one loss in there for sure because he still has his hair rocking. I'm waiting on Doc to give me the uh, say so for which. Which uh, which card it, to use? It'll be the card we go to because we are. Yeah, planning yeah we're thinking lot. late April. Late um, April, we have, okay. We do have a redemption bet, so maybe Handy keeps his hair, but it's <laughs> going to be impossibly hard, and he's going to lose. So, yo, screenshot those Goldilocks now. <laughs> they're temporary, homie. I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking like Parker Porter. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he's bald. So, oh, and that's the guy who's going to make me go bald. That that's fair. That's fair. I mean. Man, you were so bold in your statement too, and I can't wait for Doc to record you uh, getting your hair buzzed off. Um, yeah, it's so gonna be so the highlight good. of my life. You know, that just proves that you can never be confident in the UFC. No, never, oh, never. God, but you, no, but it's you can. The worst sport to be confident. In. Yeah, I feel like dude, just oh, one wrong sure swing and your lights out. You know. Oh Literally, yeah, especially as a fighter, you have to be reporter. confident. <laughs> but all right, so. Uh, we changed. We I feel like we're changing the stream layout every single time we go live. For those people who are watching live, we're we're changing it almost every single week. We're finding something that we're comfortable with. Um, I like the setup right now. It looks good. We it's got nice. the the card on the main screen here that you can see everybody. Um, for instance, you can see all the fighters. A little chat rolling through so we can see what y'all are saying during. Um, all the cameras are to the left. We got some merch in the top right. We have the timer underneath the Maniac symbol and the nice new The Maniacs Championship Rounds podcast logo. It is a beautiful logo. It's got the golden blue gloves. I think this is my favorite setup so far. Uh, this is, this I think this, this setup goes clean. It's nice. It's easy. Yeah, it's, I like it. I like There's it. not like much shit going on. You know what I mean? It looks yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The very um, simplistic. This is a great one. It's very simple. You never know. Next week, it be no cameras, bro. Far beyond like, what? <laughs> Fucking... Far beyond what Bill Handy and I could uh, do, though. So um, that's, yeah, that's why. <laughs> but this is, this is why we leave it to you. I that's that's what I'm here for, dude. And now you know because I like to butcher names every single week. Jolly has done me the favor to send me a nice list today, so I I try my best not to butcher any names. I might still because this list looks hard as hell. Um. <laughs> But we're going to get through it, so we're going to go ahead and start this card. There's a two-minute timer up there for each of these guys to speak. That's how we do it. We don't want them to overextend their welcome on speaking about a fighter who's probably going to knock the shit out of the other person. Um, you know, we like to get to the point, and if they need more time, if they're very desperate for time, 
I can add a minute. If they're done, I can just kill the timer at all. It'll tell them to shut up while I'll point at it, which is up there in the top right. <laughs> Doc is probably the ni- closest person to actually point to the top right of his sc- other side. Where, how do, how do that I way. do There's I the, shut, the shut up. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Over there. Right shut here. Shut up's over there. I got, it will I got say it. shut up in the top in the top right of the screen. For oh, there two. it is right there. Yeah. Over there. Yeah, whatever. So we're here to have a good time. Let's get this started. Um, For our first fight, or, yeah, first fight of the card, we have Mr. Esteban Rebovics versus, uh, I'm going to butcher this again because there's no hell on this, but I'm going to say Luis Radhabov. Luik, yeah. Luik, sorry. Oh, that's a K. Wow, I'm blind. Luik, Ra- Luik Radhabov. That's the first card. So I'm going to give this starting from top to bottom. So, Handy, you're welcome to start. You see the timer on the screen? Go. Uh, Pretty much nothing for me. I do like uh, the week that he was in the PFL for a while, which I feel like is, is becoming a much more respectable uh, regional. I couldn't think of the word regional. It's becoming a much more, like, kind of on the way to your UFC. It's becoming a lot more... Uh, I mean, you're seeing some big names in the PFL now, actually. A lot of them are, like, washed UFC fighters, but you're seeing some pretty good names in there, and the fact that he was there for so long, I kind of would like to think that he has a little bit of edge, at least, in, like, experience in this fight. Um, Ribovitz, he's coming off that uh, Contender Series fight, and he is undefeated. He has a lot of knockouts on his record. He looks impressive. All 11 of his wins are by finish. I just can't help but think that he's got a kind of tough matchup here. And, of course, he's a big underdog, so it's expected. But um, the record is undefeated, so that looks like a win for him. But I, I, I like the other side here. Um, but not enough to bet it, so probably nothing for me. Fair enough. All right, uh, next going down, we have Doc. You're good to start. Nothing, brother. I'm away for that first WMMA fight. I'm away for the women before I get started. There's money to be made there tonight. All right. Jolly, how about you, brother? Your timer starts now. So I'll say this is this is an excellent fight. I think this is going to be a super exciting fight here. Both men have finishing upside. It's a little bit of a spoiler into my play here. For me, Esteban's got to get this out in the first round. He's he's got to knock Luik out early. That's how most of his wins have come. And for the Luik side, I think that he's just He's fought the better comp- competition, was in Eagle FC, was in PFL. Like Andy said, yep. he damn near won the, the million dollars. I think yep. twice he, he almost made it to won the, final. the million. Yeah. Twice, if I'm not mistaken. So he's fought the better competition for sure. This is a good test to see really how good the, the PFL <clears throat> is in terms of really kind of getting top-level competition. So I'm excited to see that. But in terms of the play, my favorite is the under two and a half minus one thirty. And honestly, I'm waiting for the alternate lines of under around and a half to come out. And if I can get that, the uh, under two and a half is minus one thirty. If I can get a good look at close to p- plus two hundred, right around that mark for under one and a half, oh, it's it's a it's a good play right there. This one should be an early banger. The only issue is that. I, I don't want to see so many of these fights go early that we're having to watch promos the whole time, you know? Like, that's the only problem when <laughs> these early fights finish early is we're watching promos. But under two and a half, 
is the play for me. I'm actually really excited about this fight. I think I think it's going to be great because either Esteban's going to knock his ass out in the first round or Loic should go to town late and, and finish this fight. All right. With 15 seconds left to kill on that clock. We love that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, actually. All right. On to our second fight. Um, Who is not going to speak? Let me ask that real quickly. If you want to opt out, so I don't have to go through everybody's name again. Handy, are you going to speak this time around? Um, the only thing I was going to say for this fight is all I was going to bring up is that's that, a yes. That's, He's doing it now. That's a yes. No, no, no. I'm not giving a prediction for the fight. What I was going to say is unrelated to this fight. I, I all I was going to say at this time was that when you look at the card, only I was just going through, and there's only four fighters. Or fights, I should say, where the favorite is under minus 200. Also, this is a very, very juicy card. For anybody who doesn't uh, know what card we're reading right now, this is Farid Basharat versus Basharat, Basharat versus Damon Blackshear. Yeah. Look at him. He's sharp card. with the name. I'm dude. It's I'm, I'm, I'm reading this list <laughs> it's like learning. it's no other, brother. Okay. Okay. The, You're I'm going to be John Attic level in no time. Dude. Fuck no. That's not happening. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Jolly, I'm going to go ahead. And, I mean, not Jolly. Uh, uh, Handy, I'm going to go ahead and start your timer now. So go ahead and say what you got to say. Oh, no. I, oh, I have nothing to say. All right, Doc. Yeah, no, On to you, brother. That's all I was going to say. Yeah, I was actually going to do something uh, like Haney, but I'm going to wait, and I'm just going to remind you, circle back before we start the main card, and I'll say all the other stuff I was going to say because I don't want to use time on a fight. I don't want to disrespect these guys. I just I don't have a bet here, but this will be a fun fight, and I'm excited to watch it. Okay. Charlie, timer starts now. Yeah, I. this is one of the few times that we've had brothers that are as good as advertised. We have... A lot of these brothers that come in and one is far better than the other. I think both the Boshrat brothers are are great. Yeah. They're phenomenal. They've got they're one of the few times where they they are as good as they're pegged to be. In terms of the money line, it's it's far too stiff. The minus five hundred or whatever he's at is is too much to play. He, sh- I don't see the way he doesn't get this finish unless Damon Blackshear can get. A rear naked choke or something a good he's got to get a submission if you're going to play Damon Blackshear the only way that you're going to want to play him is by submission and even then I really don't see it happening I think that it, the play for me is Farid round three or decision but the minus 140 on that one has me questioning whether it's it's good enough to play not sure that I will play it myself, but that that's looking through all the numbers for this juicy line as Handy had alluded to that round three or decision at minus one forty is the play. Just not sure if I'm going to take it myself. Fair enough. And uh, for anybody who's watching and or listening, you know how I feel about this. I'm going to take the guy with the profile picture because the other one doesn't have one yet. <laughs> so I'm taking Damon Blackshear again, uh, mainly because. Fahir doesn't or Farid doesn't have any uh profile pictures, which is kinda which is kinda maddening if you ask me. I don't know why they don't add it profile is, pictures to some of these guys. I feel like they've strange, been in here. Especially because oh, because he's a contender series. Uh that, that's that's more UFC side than fighter side. That has nothing to do with the fighters. That's that's one hundred percent UFC. Oh, I figured it would be because it's UFC running the site, so I'm like, yeah, I'll upload a 100%. profile picture for the man. At least like an avatar, like a smiley face or some shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It'll do a little bit better than just a, a black figure, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> like you can't see anything. It's just grayed out. But yeah. there we go. All right. Okay, so well. on to the next fight. Here we go. All right. I'm, I'm yo, I swear to God, I'm Bill, reading these. I'm reading these all. Bill said that this is the fight where money's to be made. I want right. to hear the so take we on. got. I want to hear the take on this one. Wait, can I go so first? we got Jessica Pena versus Penae. Tabitha Pena, like the Penae. pasta brothers. <laughs> yeah, Pena. All right, fine. Pena. Jolly, Jolly typed out the phonetical spelling, so I love one hundred percent. Oh wait, a minute. I have it. Let, let's versus see, let's, uh, Tabitha uh, versus Tabitha I did the pasta, Richie. Asshole. All right, with this yeah, Tabitha Richie. Can, can, can I go first? Can I go first? Yeah. All right, all right, Andy can go first, bro. He seems hand. eager. Your I, timer starts now, like that nerd in school that's so happy to hand in their book report. They're like, oh, teacher, <laughs> pick me, pick me, pick me. All so right, right, I can't help but think that Jolly and I might agree here because he said this is where money is to be made. So I'm, I'm assuming I think that means he's on Penny. I'll tell you the play. Penny by submission plus 1,000. Let me tell you. <laughs> Yo, listen. You want to bet some stuff on it again? Not a plus a thousand. No, he's a plus two forty underdog to begin with. So, I mean, she's got a tough matchup here. Now, Tabitha Richie. I understand she has uh, two really good wins. After I will say, in her debut, she stepped in on short notice, up a weight class, face Manon uh, Firo. I always forget how to pronounce her name. I'm mm-hmm. sounding like Millie out here. Uh, but, and then she got stopped. She came back to her proper weight class. She got two good wins. She's a great fighter. The problem I see in this fight is that he likes to engage on the ground. And I don't think that will go well against a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, Jessica Penne, who two fights ago had a pretty impressive, uh, arm bar against Karolina Kovacavich. Um, I understand Penne has not had a great run in the UFC so far, but she's still an amazing grappler. Uh, literally has a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. She still has that talent. She has not been getting submissions in the UFC, but I think that's going to start. Uh, she's going to get her second one, I think, in this fight. I like the plus 1,000, just as a stab. Nothing like super confident, but I do think that's a great value play. All right, 30 seconds spared on the clock, brother. All right, Doc, you got any words for this fight here? Yeah, Hendy's on to something. Uh, these two were supposed to fight previously, and that bout got scrapped, and now the odds are double what they were. So if you're going to tell me Jessica Penne plus 250, 240, 250, I'm using that in a two-fighter parlay. I'm not going to give the second leg away yet. But <clears throat> just Penne money line plus 250 is going to be in a parlay, and I'm not taking – I'm not as brave as Hendy to say by sub – at plus, what was that, like a 1,000 or 1,050 or something? Something plus crazy. 1,000, yeah. Um, but I do have her markdown inside the distance of plus 700. All so right. I'm telling you that when Penne wins this fight, just inside the distance, because I think she will finish this fight at plus 700. With the fighter I'm going to pair her with, Moneyline Parlay, at plus 350, in two fights, uh, I'm going to be up 10, 10 and a half units. And me and Haney are going to be flying to the Apex first class. Love it. So Penne inside the distance at 700 for me. And at 250, it's a great money line parlay piece if you think she's going to win. All right, Jolly. Your timer starts now, brother. So Jessica Penne, in order to win, will have to get this done inside the distance. That is true. I agree. But that ain't happening. And Handy, you wanted to talk about the, the belt of Penne. I think you failed to realize that 
the flip side is Tabitha Ritchie is also a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, yeah. Which is... So, and that she is the shorter said, fighter, meaning that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> meaning she's the shorter fighter, which once you get to the ground becomes a lot more gangly arms and length that it's harder to get in your butterfly guard. It's harder to get, throw up these legs for these triangles if you're in the right position. And you know what, Tabitha Richie's really good at using her small frame to find piercing jabs, but she's a decision machine. That's the play is this oh, is sure. Tabitha Ritchie is by decision. But <laughs> it, there's not the money there's not the money to be made on this fight. There was before this fight got scrapped on the last time. But now the, I I have to pass on it here. I don't feel and I'm the one guy that will not scrap or that will not pass on very many female fights, but this is the one that uh, the odds flipped for me, and it's just it's a pass for me on this one here. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to cut anyone off. The reason I started laughing is because I look in the comments, and Valman said, I'm more of a Jessica Aldente kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, I will give. That's a good one right there. <laughs> for those that don't know Valman, Valman is A-E-I-O-U-Y. He's Valman. He's Philly Rivers. He's Fajilli Rivers. He's got a million nicknames. He's He's a very interesting human being uh he's a degen gambler uh he's an og marbles guy and he is hilarious so if you see him interact with him you won't regret it it's gonna brighten your day man never will you regret it takes a minute to get used to him it took me six six months to figure out like what language he was speaking and everything was in english but he speaks uh he speaks straight dude he speaks uh polka that's what he speaks great great guy (laughs) just entertaining as hell um, but, um, also for anybody who's wondering before we continue that if you do watch the live version, we do answer questions live. Um, we'll answer. Oh, yeah, in, we'll, chat popped up. That's yeah, we have chat popped down, up. Right? So if you have a question, we'll answer them in between sets. Um, I mark them down. I screenshot them. I ask the boys. So if you have any questions uh, about the fights or any questions at all, we're happy to answer them happily. Um, I just said that twice, Jesus. Um, but we will respond to everything was, that you guys say. It was grammatically correct, though. You said happy to answer them happily. Yeah, I know. I was. For the adverb of how to do it. I, I got to find some different like that, vocabulary but... in this, okay? <laughs> you know? Yeah, you should probably read a book, dude. I probably should, but instead I got to sit here and listen to you guys, so this is going to be fun. <laughs> I'm having fun with y'all. All right. Um, Jolly, did you already go on this fight here? Yeah. Am I good to go yeah, forward he's, now? He's on the wrong I, side. I'm yeah. past. And I'm on the right side, but the money's not there anymore. For Fair it, enough. So All right. On to the next Seven one, folks. There. All right. Let's give this one a shot here. Uh, wait, where are we at? There it is. All right. We got uh, Leo Mena Martinez versus Cameron Simon. 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 Jesus. Simon. Uh, yo, listen. Uh, well, no, his it, name it's... is spelled really weird, so I'm trying to go off this. Mm-hmm. Right here, so it's Simon. Simon, there we go. Simon, I want to say Simon like he's <laughs> he's from South Africa, so maybe it is Simon. You never know. Simon, Simon. All right, so those are your two. That's your matchup on this one, Handy. I'm gonna let you start once again. Go on ahead, brother. Uh, I have nothing here, but if you ask me who I think is gonna win, I would say Simon in uh, mm-hmm. inside the distance. 
just because I like his finishing upside. Uh, he's looked like a killer on the regionals. He, in his first UFC fight, also scored, uh, I think it was a technical knockout. I don't know if it was a real knockout, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll side with him as a lean. He's a pretty big favorite. Uh, this card is stacked with so many big favorites. It's like, you kind of almost have to pick a prop or just parlay everything. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got. That was the it was the late standing TKO. It was the one on the That's feet, right. which was That's so right. impressive that it was true, the true, man true. was out on the feet. And you said, if that's one of the time I think in, at sometimes it's almost more impressive to have a dude out on his feet than just going cold on the button because well yeah because I mean it's you're just unleashing on him just yeah it's one of those wild things to have these it's just so rare it's wild times but yeah it's his finishing upside is pretty tremendous all right doc your timer starts now if you want to go ahead and get into it yeah so i'm gonna real quickly before i go into my loquacious rant you can google what that means later um (laughs) south african power this is actually the second leg of the two-leg parlay that i'm gonna play with jessica penne dude it's it's the south african money line even though he's minus 340 i don't need him to finish i just need him to win which he will um, Handy alluded to him being a killer. I mean, everyone's got killers in gyms. Ah, a killer, try train with killers. This dude's got the killer instinct. If you're not familiar with him, listen to how he speaks in interviews and how he conducts himself. He's got the killer instinct, and I think it will be on full display. Uh, he's the second half. Like I said, I'm just going to take him money line, even though it's minus 340, which is a huge price. That parlay is going to play going to pay plus 350 this is two two fights we're going to be up 10 and a half units i can't wait and it really doesn't matter what happens the rest of the card off all right next one's so next I, uh jolly, i'm gonna let that, you go go ahead jolly cameron simon's one of the he is a young great talented prospect amazing upside the only criticism i have for him is that but, he uses his athleticism to get him out of bad situations where he's willing to put himself into dangerous mm-hmm. situations. And it, he's one of the guys that he's, you can take my back because I'll roll out of it. A lot of these where some, and it, it can come and get you later on in fights. If a guy's really good at grabbing the neck that when you grab that back, it's, you're going to be out. And it's just something you got to learn. He's a young kid. I think he's like 20. Two is it or something? He's uh, incredibly young. Twenty-two. Yeah, twenty-two. Born in two thousand. Oh my god! Yep. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> but yeah, you. he's young, and mm-hmm. so he's he's got a lot to learn. Seven to zero. But for that reason, I mean, I think that Mana's got a little bit of a striking from from an outside. If you're going distance, I think he can strike with him there. I like the under two and a half here. So if if Simon's able to get caught and try to out athletic and give up a neck, maybe a submission, or he tries to close too quickly and gets caught, either way, both of these guys have tremendous finishing power here. I'm going to go the under two and a half minus 140 again. That's kind of my ammo for this card. I was telling Handy before we started that far too often I try to get too cute and too sharp with these cards when far too often when it comes to the numbered cards, 
it's it's exactly as you see, and you just got to pay the price. And so that's that's kind of where I am on this card. Two eighty five is where I finally shut up and pay the prices. Here's one thing you have to realize, though. I don't agree with you uh, in the fact that you overthink (laughs) it because what you may think is simple, Jolly, like you might think it's simple, but let me tell you, 90% of the people betting on fights, like the public and stuff, they aren't watching tape. They haven't watched these fighters fight. Like They see see a number. They see their knockouts. (laughs) Most of these guys have maybe seen these guys fight once, maybe twice. They don't watch tape. They don't look at that stuff. They don't look at stats. They don't look at fight styles. They look at the few numbers. They look at maybe a few guys they beat, like simple record stuff. They aren't looking into it. Like, so it may and seem simple to you. And it hits, yeah. dude. It is. That's but the, that's it the one, It might not too. be that it's, simple. Though. It hits. It's funny enough. It hits in the apex, it seems. But the numbered cards, I've noticed. And that's where I've fallen. I try to get a little too cute sometimes. But I will throw this. I will throw this right on top of that. Two things real, real quick. And I won't do this a whole lot, but this guy deserves it. One, before I get to that, dude, keep it simple. Jolly's got it right. Don't overthink it. Keep it simple. If you see it, you like it, hit it. Good. Um, I will shout out uh, a buddy of mine who's a fellow handicapper, uh, Magic MMA. I call him the Spaniard. He has his own... YouTube show with uh, Andrew. They do a terrific job. Yeah, great show. Great, great show. They they really do break down every single fight. I mean, Magic has the eye, and he has this thing where he calls them wiki cappers, which I think (laughs) is hilarious. So shout out to him, man. I mean, he 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 is razor sharp. If you want someone that that really has the eye that lives and breathes this shit. Magic said he's not for everybody. He could be a little abrasive. He might offend you and hurt your sensitive feelings, but he is a true combat sport expert. And I don't, I don't won't shout out hardly anybody else on this podcast, obviously because it's ours. But I do want to have Magic on at some time because he's. Wait. Then what, what are you calling Jolly and I? <laughs> Nothing. Hey, I'm not for it. I'll, dude, I'll, yeah, that's the one too. I'll, I'll take a backseat to Magic too. I'll no, take... but I mean, he 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 calls people wiki cappers all the time because it's you can so ask funny. him about anybody on any roster in any organization, and he will rattle off everything. And he does just like you said, like the stylistic matchup. You don't need to look at knockouts or submissions or who they fought. He actually knows, and when he watches tape. He knows what he's looking at. Yeah. As do I as a super casual fan, and as do you gentlemen. So just forget the wiki cappers, man. All right, roll <laughs> on. All right. We're on to the next fight then, ladies and gentlemen. Gotta shout out, my man. That's fair. Shout out whoever you need a shout out. That's what we're here for. Millie, that's the Spaniard from Marvels. Oh, uh, no. I, I was excited when I heard the name. But it's one of these days, we got to get him. We got to get him here. You know what I mean? We're going to get him on. We got to get him on just just to have some fun. All right. Next fight for everybody. We got Leo Mana Martinez versus Cameron. Oh, wait, no. We just did that one. Sorry. We got Ian Gary versus Song Ken On. Yeah. Look at that. There Song we go. Ken. I like this. I'm learning. I promise, guys. I'll have this by hopefully two streams later. All right. I'll, so we got the next one. I'll go first. This is one that is one that I'm going back and forth on with. Just because we were just talking about this, 
where sometimes I get a little bit too cute, but this is the time where I know a lot of people are going to want to do the, the Ian Gary knockout. People, people sleep on this man's submission game. Ian Gary is a, he is a knockout artist, but he is one hell of a submission threat. And this is one of the few times you really don't want to bang with sunken on that's he's not the guy so i'm really looking at the gary by submission at plus 575 right now that you get it down and this is one i've talked about getting a little bit too cute but he very well can knock him out but i just think that if with with everything he's gone through it's just another step for ian gary you got the you got the name Machado attached to you as well, too. And if you know anything about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you know about the Machado family. Ian Machado Gary is his name, and it is that Machado. So if you are looking for the angle on this fight here, I'm wary of just going by knockout. You might want to pay the juice at minus 200, but I'm actually going to go with a plus 575. Go by the submission there in Gary. Might lose if I if I lose and he knocks the guy out. You just you just gotta take it there too. But Ian Gary's the real deal. I don't see OA loses fight, to be honest. I just unless a fluke knockout happens, in my opinion, he's he's the side. It's just a matter of method of victory. All right. Fair enough. Uh Handy, I'm gonna let you take this one away. What you got, brother? Well, I think Jolly did a just swell job, um, real bang up job, because I agree heavily. Just swell. <laughs> <laughs> you are getting too old for this shit, bro. <laughs> so he's minus. He's like minus one million, right? Uh-huh. But yeah, it's, it's you can heavy. get solid value on the submission because just like we were talking about, I'm gonna steal this now. Wiki Capper. Uh, everyone's gonna look and they're gonna say. What are you talking about? He has five wins by knockout. He only has one submission win. He doesn't have a submission win in the UFC. This dude is good on the ground. He's no, good in the no, clinch. No. He's great on the ground. He's man. great on the ground. He's great also, on the ground. <laughs> also, Song has not great takedown defense. I think in this camp, Ian Gary is studying and really going to work for at least the ground game. Like If it happens to be ground and pound or something, like I think this fight's going to be on the ground at some point. And if it is... Song does not have the ground game to hang with Gary. And I agree with you. I think Gary's actually going to look to take it to the ground. Additionally, because Song can bang on the feet. Like, the dude's been out for a while. But, like, he's a striker at nature. He's a striker by heart, uh, by trade. Like, I I think I do see this fight going to the ground um, just because that poor takedown defense. And from there, Gary should be able to finish it. I don't think that many people are looking at that angle just because it hasn't really happened yet. But he does have a great ground game. Um, Song... Also, worth mentioning, this dude's fought one time in the past three and a half, well, not three and a half years, but over three years. He's fought one time. and That's because he got stiffed by a friend of the show. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he got slept by Max Griffin. Shout out Max Griffin, love you. But dude has been off in a layoff for a while. Like, we don't really know what to expect from him. So, I like the Gary by submission angle. All right, Doc? Yeah, uh, listen, I I just can't touch it because of the price. I think you guys have yeah. a really good angle. I love it. I just, I'm not going to touch it personally, but 
I'm probably going to throw up in my mouth for saying this. I agree with both you and Jolly. That's that's a pretty good take. I mean, Jordan Levitt didn't have a KO until last <laughs> week, right? So if you like it, like it. But he's definitely going to win the fight, and he should he should finish. He should. All I'm just right. not going to touch it. Fair enough. All right, next fight. Here we go. All right, next fight, we got Julian Marquez versus Mark andre Bear El. There we go. Yeah. I'm getting there. Look, learning right I'm there. learning, dude. Mark andre Bear El. All right, I'm learning. All right, this is... Uh, and I, and I, by I, the way, like, if, if I didn't have this little cheat sheet in front of me, I would have butchered the ever-living hell out of this man. Guess? Like What's I would have, I would have definitely pronounced that T in there somewhere. Okay, <laughs> like there's the, <laughs> that T would have came out one hundred percent. The mark, the mark Andre is a pretty easy part. Um, but when you get to the like barrel, barrelet, bar, yeah, barrelet, yeah, I would just, I would have just gone yeah. with that one. Okay, he's <laughs> French Canadian. I mean that's yeah. fair, you know. But just reading this name, I definitely would have butchered it. The sheet sheet's actually very helpful, so I am very happy about it. I'm not looking forward to this next one because this shit's long as hell. So y'all gonna have to bear with me. Just be <laughs> ready, okay? Uh, but Handy, I'm gonna let you kick this one off. Going ahead, brother. Um, I like Marquez as a dog. Uh, the dude can bang. I he got slept by Gregory Rodriguez, but I actually really like Rodriguez as a fighter. So I thought that was a tough matchup for him. Uh, I like Marquez a lot, especially on the feet. Um, it is a pretty tough matchup with Marc-Andre Berriot, but I I don't have much more analysis behind that. I just really like Marquez. I like him on the feet. I like him as a fighter. I, I'm probably not going to bet this fight, but like if you want my pick for it, I'm going to say Marquez. But um, it's another tough matchup for him, so could go either way. But that's all really for me. Probably won't bet it. That is a fair, good sir. All right, Doc, I'm going to let you hit this next one. Do not have a bet, but I, I am excited to watch this fight. I think yeah, it's going to be a definitely. really good scrap. I just don't really Love like any price on any edge. This is this is one that I can just sit back and enjoy. This is another good fight on the undercard. Agreed. I mean, this is awesome. It's awesome. A, this is a phenomenal card. I do have a question, though. How old are yeah. these profile pictures, if you don't mind my asking? Like, are oh, they old or are they funny. recent? So some of them can be very old. They don't update. I don't want to speak for the UFC, but uh, from what I know and from what I'm I'm told, okay, they don't they don't maintain this maybe as much as they should, and they just get a default picture just to put up there. They might take one early on, and then that usually stays for a while. And I know this because. Uh, a fighter that I do know, his UFC default picture, uh, he'd been in the UFC for three to four years and had seven, eight fights, and he had updated tattoos, and it was still the same default image that they had used from when he first signed. He's like, dude, I got like three more tattoos over there. Like, what do we do? So it just... That's fair. Only reason I ask is because like... up there, you know, it's... You know, like last not, week, not last week during the fights, right? There was a dude with the most amazing beard I've ever seen in my life, just like uh, Julian Marquez right now. Yeah. And I will say his beard is symmetrical as hell. 
You know what I mean? It looks He's nice. He's got a trim. He's yeah, got a I was going to say, like, when whenever these guys hop into the ring, they don't look anything like their profile pictures. Like, I, I no, got confused last no. week. I was like, hey, man, there was, one of these guys is bald. They both had hair. I was so confused, okay? Yeah, <laughs> like, this is just like a default picture. You know, it, it isn't. They don't update fight to fight year, even year to year. I mean, it's, it's the just, website. They don't picture, update as often picture. as, no, as like the, a lot of the, you have the tail of the tapes and stuff that are the day before and stuff yeah. like that, that they do. Yeah. And the, they the website they... in promos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is just whatever. Yeah. All right, Jolly, your turn, brother. Going ahead, dude. So I, I got to disagree with Andy on this one. I think Mark Andre Barriel is the side. I think outside of, Cardio that he just does everything a little bit better than Julian Marquez. And I think he's going to use that. Now, Marquez is kind of goes back to the first fight here of, of Esteban of he can get him out. He can get Mark Andre out the first round. And then I look like an absolute moron and he's able to, to raise the arms. But I think that this is actually a decision for Mark Andre Burial. And the over for me. So basically, I'm kind of just fading the first round knockout of Julian Marquez. And then I'm going the over. Over one and a half is minus two is minus 178. I like the over two and a half at plus 230. And the fight to go the distance. It's plus 160. All of that. And then the market or the. Mark Andre Barriel by decision. Those are my favorite. I think this is a longer fight. The over for me is more just just because I don't think that I should have to deal with the judging. We've that's one of the uh, things that we've said. Bill and I both agreed that bypassing the judging, especially for odds that really aren't there, just isn't worth it. So I'm going to take the over two and a half at plus 130 is the play for this one. But I think that if I had to pick a side, it would be Marc-Andre Barriel. But it's a little too steep at minus 150 for me. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. On to the next fight, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. All right. This is the one where I said I'm going to butcher the ever-living hell out of this one. So I'm going to give it my best you're attempt good. here as soon as my phone <clears throat> decides to open you're doing, up now. You're doing a great job. I'm I'm giving it my best, guys. I am. Listen, yeah. hold on. Let me let me let me clarify this quickly, Millie. In your defense, two thirds of this podcast gave you this job because they didn't want to do it. All right, and <laughs> they didn't want to look like a fucking idiot. So they said, "Oh, Millie's new. We'll give it to him, and then we'll correct him." So don't don't let two thirds of this podcast <laughs> fool you. All right? No, it's not good, brother. I, I'll look like a fool. I'm okay with it because at the end of the day, I know every single one of these fighters can whoop my ass, and I can um, I if they if they want to get mad at me, I'm like, hey, bro, you got a right to get mad at me. That's okay. I'm trying out here. I don't want to fight you no. either because I know you'll whoop my you, ass. You got nothing to you're prove. You're just at doing this it point. because Jolly didn't want to. Okay. I'm here. All right. So for our next fight, we got VV on Vivian. Vivian. <laughs> Vivian. I'm trying to read this shit out. It's Vivian. So um, it's Vivian. Vi- yeah, Vivian. 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 Stupid a, no, but it's the Brazilian spelling. way that they have it. They have it spelled. It's more of the Vivian as more. You okay. can go Vivian, but that's more. I'm like going the, Vivian. Uh, I, like, I had to sp- like sound that shit out exactly. just to know that's, it was Vivian. That's easier, too. All right, versus Ara Ojo. Ara Ojo? 
No, that's her last name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Versus Amanda Hebos. Yep. And where the fuck is the H in her last name? Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's an R right there. And Because it's, 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 it's Brazilian. Brazilian. I, I know. Yep. I know. The R's are H. Any so. random person. It's, bro, it's, it's, ri <laughs> it's ribbis. Okay. That's, um, I'm gonna it's just it like how it's Jose Aldo, but everyone thinks it's Jose. But it's because it's Portuguese. Yeah, kind of same thing. Is it really just Jose? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a, Jose? Yeah. It's literally yeah, it's Jose. Jose. It's Jose. Because of the, it's the Portuguese J. Yeah. Because they don't, it's, they, the, it's not the HJ like how it is in uh, Spanish. Fair enough. I screw, fair it enough. Up. I screw it up all the time. I know. That's everyone fair. calls him Jose Aldo, but it's not Jose. All right. Uh, Handy, I'll let okay. you kick it off. Go ahead, brother. Uh, I actually, you know what? I'm going to give the floor to Jolly because I don't, I can't say I have a strong lean here. I think the odds are pretty spot on. Like I see this one pretty much 50-50. If I had to decide, I know, I know Jolly's going to say he boss because he thinks that she's good looking, but um, well, I'll give the floor to him. I don't really have anything too strong here. All right, Jolly, the torch has been passed to you, brother. So I actually, I it is one. It's it's not very. Uh... Andy's correct. The odds the odds are right here, <laughs> but and I love Amanda Hebos as much as anyone there. The the, the bubbly smile. Oh, we know. And, and all that. This vibe. <laughs> Gorgeous girl. But before that it's fight. just. <laughs> but Vivi, man, she's got the the mass. Amanda's coming up in weight again. And she's staying at at the higher weight class, which man, I I I don't know if it's just that she wants to maintain some of the mass or if she's having a hard time cutting. But I think the lower weight class is better for her here, especially against Vivi, who's a strong wrestler. Amanda's Amanda's got the jujitsu to to mitigate some of it, but it goes back to the lengthy limbs of amanda she's a lengthy fighter and that's what really causes difficulty at the lower weight she's more of a hip toss kind of girl to get you down it's not a true wrestling defense i honestly think that if you're going money line here that vivian's the 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 play that's the side for me at the plus 104 mm. but these are good these are good odds these are straight odds but i just think the wrestling's going to be a little bit too much for amanda here all right, Doc. You two bozos actually brought up a good point <clears throat> and stole, not stole because I have it here on my notes, but I'll echo what both of you said is this fight is priced correctly for whoever you like. If you like Vivian or you like Hebos, it's priced correctly, just like the Jazz fight was last week when I said, hey, that fight's priced correctly and I like Jazz. Jazz got it done. Uh, she looked pretty good. I think, you know, she's going to go on to do bigger and better things. Like that, as the underdog, <clears throat> I think what I'm going to do here is I'm leaning uh, Amanda Hibas. Uh, I'm not worried about anything that Jolly said. Uh, but <sighs> I'm looking at her inside the distance at plus 370. And I think if Jessica, I don't think I know that if that if Jessica Penne wins, I'm definitely going to take a shot at Hebos inside the distance at plus three seventy. I think she wins the fight anyway, but like I said, price 
priced correctly. Books were way off last week on most. They're not off on this fight. It just, you bet whatever fighter you like. I lean Hebos. I hate saying lean. I sound like all these other jackasses out here. I'm going to bet Hebos inside the distance at plus 370. I like this. If you're going that angle, I like the submission a lot because you know the submission at plus 800 is a big play for Hebos there. If you can scale it because you have the sub, yeah, all right. You have the opportunity. A neck should be there. I don't think she's going to get it, but if you're once again, you got to look at all the angles of you. You know that Vivi's probably going to want to try to get this to the mat there. All right, here we go. Next card. All right, we got Derek Brunson versus Drykus Du Plus Ease. Plus Ease. Yep. Plus Ease. Yeah. Yep. Sounds about right. Cool. That's your next fight. Um, you know what? I'm gonna switch it up a little bit, Doc. I'm gonna let you start this one. You're a smart man. As always. Again, this. This is this is priced correctly. Uh, I like do Plessis, and I actually think he's going to finish him, but I'm not going to touch it where it as where it is at a price point. Uh, Derek Brunson's Derek Brunson. I mean, his resume speaks for himself, but he's going to have his hands full, man. I'm just not going to bet it, but I do think do Plessis wins, and eh, wouldn't be surprised if he puts him away. All right, uh, Jolly. So this is why I've put asterisks next to some of these wins. And we had one last card where uh, with Peak, when he's throwing hammers, fists from the stand, where you go down the line. And I had said it too, that some of these Dana White Contender Series fighters, not that Dreykus is, but where you you put asterisks next to them and you put them in the back pocket and wait to fade. And this is the one where you fade Dragus Duplicis. And that's because he's has the ability to gas late. Is he's a guy that, like Bill said, can put you away early. He's got the power. Took him almost three rounds to put away Darren Till. He was gassed in that that third there, trying to ground and pound him out. Against Brett uh, Tavares again was gassing late in the fight. I just think that Derek Brunson's able to grind out a win here, and especially at these prices, it's it's far too good for me. At almost plus two hundred, Derek Brunson's the side for me. I think he gets it done here. I'm also maybe get a look at at the over here. This is another one where I got. Let me pull up. Sorry, the. Under two and a half is minus one eighty five. I gotta go a little little reverse brain over there. Maybe even a fight to go the distance at plus one ninety. Don't want to get robbed on a bullshit decision here. But the over here that if Brunson's able to get outside of the first round, round and a half without getting his clock cleaned, he's a live dog. He's another guy that you should be looking to live bet on this fight after the first round if he's able to get out. But I like the over, and I like Derek Brunson. All right. Two seconds left on the clock. Andy? Um, I also like Drakus inside the distance. Um, I, I don't hate the angle that Jolly took 
but I can't help but think. I mean, Dreykus has at least shown he's still early in his career. I don't think you can knock him too much for like his his gas. He's, like cardio can carry over late into your career. Like some guys just never figure it out, or they never care to. They're like, I'm just gonna put his lights out, and if I don't, whatever. Um, but I I think he's making that adjustment. You've seen him actually work in a bit more. I'm not gonna like give him a ton of credit for the submission win because, like you said, that that was a fight he was gassing in the third, that kind of stuff. But he has shown kind of a little bit of development, at least in his in his uh, not only ground game but in his cardio game, and where he was just swinging for the fences, and if he didn't get it, he was kind of gassing after the first round, and then he's starting to get a little bit a little bit more patient. Um, which is going to be really important in this fight because, like you said, like if, if he just gasses, he's going to lose. Because Brunson, at this point in his career, he's 39. He's been in the UFC for like 11 years now. He has fought some great names. He has a great resume. But you know what you're getting with him. Uh, he was an All-American wrestler in college. He carried that into the octagon. Like You know what you're getting with him. It's going to be takedowns. Uh, he has pretty raw striking. Like His striking, I don't know how far it's really come in his 11 years. He's What just happened? Did everybody just cut out? Oh boy. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we have a uh, a small issue here, which is everybody just cut out. Yeah, no, I thought I messed up too. I think this may be a Discord problem. Oh, wow. Oh. So you guys kept speaking. Apparently, all of you guys paused on uh, Discord. It's like all of you just muted out. I have no idea what happened on that segment. It looks like we're frozen like Olaf. Yeah, no, you guys are you guys are back now. Uh, that was that was a little weird because you're in the middle of your segment. I was just sitting here. All of a sudden, you guys just went dead, and I was just like, "What the yeah. hell just happened?" Falman well, says he perfect. can only hear Millie. Okay. There we go. Yeah, back. now there, there he goes. goes. I right. just well, that's I just perfect. I was just about done. All I was gonna say is, uh, I agree with Jolly that this fight could go the distance. I just think even if it does, maybe I think that Drakus can get the first round and maybe even the second round if he doesn't knock him out in the first round. But I think there's more upsides to Drake's in this fight. So I like yeah, that. that's, that's why I'm I'm not so sure. I, I like the play on on the plus money of Brunson, but also just not Brunson by decision, but rather an, an over for me. Just not trying to fuck with judges this card. Not trying hey, to fuck with them. <laughs> come on, man. It wasn't a boring take. That was a great... Great. Paying attention to chat, baby. That's all. Supposed to be paying attention to the chat. Gotta pay attention to the chat. <laughs> I was just agreeing with you. All I need right. something over like over here. This like this fucking space right here's gotta change. Yeah, just a little bit. I need to take an underdog or else I'm gonna be sweating bullets here because I can't be on all favorites. I got one for you. I got I got oh, I have one Penny. a little That's bit right. later. I took right, Penny, well, That's but Here's the next fight for you, ladies and gentlemen, right now. Cody G? Yeah, we got Cody Garbrandt 
or Brandt, Car- uh, Cody Carbrandt, and then Cody Carbrandt, Trevin Jones. That's your next I'll fight. I'll take this and, one. Yeah, I like I like Doc start off. Go ahead, bro. <clears throat> I love Cody Garbrand. I saw Cody on the regional circuit in Pittsburgh, just starching dudes early pre UFC. Um, love his heart, everything about him. Unfortunately, I think those days are behind him. And Tevin Jones as an underdog money line, dude, give me the KO plus two sixty. Not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying when the chin starts to go and it's questionable, it's there. And Cody's getting a little older. Seven can find the chin. And I think let's check the latest price. Yeah, I'm on Tevin, Tevin Jones by KO plus 260. It's easy. Probably a half unit. I won't go full. But <clears throat> too much evidence there that Cody can get caught. All right. Handy? Um, Cody Garbrandt's like, th- this is a joke. This is not at all comparable, but Cody Garbrandt's kind of turning into the Sam Alvey of the <clears throat> UFC. It's like, uh, at, at what Ooh. point, at what point is he, <laughs> it's not at all comparable because Cody Garbrandt's actually an amazing fighter. Like his, his lost, I mean, it's one of the most notable losing streaks in, in the UFC because he got, he I, well, I wasn't going to call him out. I <laughs> yeah, like he, he call got, what it is though, Andy. Good for you. Yeah, he went to the top so fast. Dominic Cruz won the title, and then bam, one in five. Like, granted, they were against great fighters. Like, it's not like he was one in five against bums. Uh, but I mean, still, like you said, it, it's always that question mark. Like, you're not going to be able to pre-fight break down Cody Garbrandt and not wonder about his chin at this point even though I know those were against some killers. But, I mean, Trevin Jones, don't sleep on him. He's 1-3 in the UFC. Doesn't look like a, a great fighter coming in this fight. Like, his, his job's probably in the line. And, but for that reason, maybe he's like, maybe he's looking. He's like, all right, Garbrandt has a testy chin. I'm 1-3. I have nothing to lose. Maybe he comes out there and just swings. And if he just lands one, who knows at this point with Garbrandt's chin. Um, so, I, I like the angle on that. I don't have a play here. But I'll I'll probably end up telling Doc on that KO because I kind of agree with that angle. All right, Doc. Yeah, I pretty much. I think no. I pretty much <laughs> summed it up. But I, I <laughs> would love to I'll reiterate. You did start it. I was going up and down. Andy. You know what I mean? No, nah, listen, it's cool. I, I I actually since you brought it back to me, I will take another ten seconds. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. And say that I hope to Handy's point that. He doesn't come out and be like, oh, my God, my you know UFC job might be on the line. I need to come out and swing real quick. I hope he actually takes a little bit of patience. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? And not because if he comes out and just blindly gets into this firefight with Cody, Cody can KO anybody at that weight. Oh, yeah. You don't want to do that. You want to wait a couple minutes, right? Settle in, figure out some timing and rhythm. I hope he doesn't get desperate. If he doesn't get desperate, then I think he definitely hits him on the chin on the button and listen i i love i love cody but he's he's older and his better years are behind him and i think i think this is the retirement fight fair enough all right jolly going ahead brother so i think we're giving trevin jones a lot more credit probably than he deserves now the angle of betting against cody garbrandt's chin there that 
That one, totally understandable. But this feels like a bone to me from the UFC to just make sure that Cody can still be competitive and a fighter. Because if he loses this, he's got to hang it up. No he's doubt done. about it. Where yeah, you're, you, if if you lose this one, a it, this should really be a loser goes home, loser gets cut <laughs> for sure. This is the both these men's jobs should a hundred percent be on the line. Oh, man, if, if Cody's if Cody's chin can hold up, I think it is damn near a masterclass of him with his striking. I love going up in weight. I th- I honestly think that based on what he was saying too, that he underestimated Kaikar France quite a bit going down in weight. Felt like he was just going to get the win against him, get back on track. He had had a couple of, of uh, the knockouts, his chin go out, the Rob Front got beat up there. But I think he overlooked KKF a little bit too much going down in weight, thinking he was going to be overpowering. Glad he's back up here. I don't think he's going to make a run for the title or anything by that means, but I think he is able to win this fight. And I also like it going the distance here too. I also like the reverse, the reverse brain a bit for a lot, what people are saying, but I think that he can maintain that distance, go outside. And once again, that over two and a half plus plus one sixty. think he can get it by decision. And honestly, Garbrandt by decision plus 350, I think I like even more than the decision or the over because if this is going, Trevin's not going to win by a decision. It's Cody Garbrandt all day. All right. Interesting. Interesting. All right. On to the next fight, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. We have Jamie Pickett versus Bo Nickel. Um, who wants to take it Start first? Here, yeah, I saw it some is, smiles. This is this is must see TV. Bo Nickel is the next hot prospect, a man that has been tearing through everybody here. Just to give you the odds, minus two thousand. Fight ends inside the distance, <laughs> minus nine hundred. Just insane odds here. I'm talk I was talking with Handy before this started about maybe taking a a fight or a fight to start round two, just be, just any way in which this can go. But as Handy said, it's I'll let him take it away. I think I I should have given this to Handy because I agree with him that this may be the one time where it's just bow inside the distance in parlay. Um, just use it as as buffer or a uh, price reducer here or increaser my bad so what i will say is that at the end of the day this is the ufc and could jamie pickett come out and like just swing hit him and just wow flatline it could happen there there is a planet it's not this one um do not overthink this fight Yes, the price is justified. Bo Nickel is one of the most hyped prospects we've seen in a long time for good reason. Like Dana was basically, I think it should actually like Dana should be charged for attempted murder for making uh, Donovan Beard fight Bo Nickel because he didn't need a second fight. The only reason they made him go back on the contender series was because he only had like one fight in professional MMA before going on the contender series. Like 
you can't really let a 2-0 guy into the UFC. But um, So he had like another fight on the contender series just because, just to put another number in the left column. No one thought he was going to lose. He didn't. In fact, he actually took less time to win the second time than he did the first time. Um, that timer, fuck the timer. Um, like this is you this mean, is you have my time, <laughs> if you've you if you've never if you've never seen what a matchmaking setup is for like the winner, this is your prime example. This is set up for Bo Nickel to win, one thousand percent. Um, it's a setup. I'll tell you this: Jamie Pickett, two fights ago, fought Kyle Dawkins. He was taken down three times, and you know what? To his credit, he got up, but he was taken down three times in the first round and submitted by Kyle Dawkins. If he was getting uh, taken down three times by Kyle Dawkins this time one year ago, Bo Nickel is going to murder this man. This is one of the best pure wrestlers you have seen in a long time, uh, and he's going to be on the ground and probably choked out. Maybe he gets like ground pounded. I would say parlay the inside the distance because maybe you see some like TKO thing here. Um, but yeah, parlay inside the distance. Don't take it straight. Parlay it with something. Um, this is a setup. <laughs> this is a setup. It Doc, is literally... did, you, did you have any words, Doc? Yeah, I actually cannot wait to fade Bo, but this isn't the fight. No. Ooh. Ooh. Right. I'll let you know interesting when. Take. That's an interesting I actually agree with that take. When. I do agree with that take. There is a fight to fade him, but it's not this one. This is not the fight. Good. I hope I hope Bo wins in eight seconds, and he's minus ten thousand next fight. He might. I, oh, I no. can't wait. Oh, no. Hit him with the Jorge Masvidal flying knee. All right. Uh, Joey, did you already start? You started this one, didn't you? Yeah, we're yeah. good. All right. On to the next fight. I got to pull out my little cheat sheet again. Here we go. All right, we got Mateus Gamrot versus... Mateus. Did I say that wrong? Mateus. Yeah, Mateus Gamrot. No, you said it right. All right. I'm just excited. I love this guy. Yeah. Oh, then I'm going to let you start this one against Jalen Turner. Mm-hmm. All right, Doc, kick it off. This is the fight of the night. <clears throat> I cannot wait to see this fight. Yes, this is the fight I'm right. most excited for by far. And I will tell you what, I have no bet on this fight. <laughs> it's your favorite fight, but you have no bet for this fight? Yes. I can. So Jalen Tur- Turner is... He is one of my favorite strikers to watch in the UFC. If you have not seen him fight, dude, go watch him fight and then watch this fight. I think he's got the perfect frame and build for mixed martial arts. His speed and precision and power with striking and how he throws and goes to the body and the combinations. His striking is beautiful. I love to watch him fight. Flip side, I've been I've been on Gamrot forever, and his grappling is otherworldly. Go watch him versus uh, Benil Dariush, who's going to beat Charles Oliveira, and then he will beat uh, Islam for the title by the end of this year. Mark those words, and then go watch his fight against. I think it's Sabrukian. Those grappling exchanges are just otherworldly. It's beautiful. As beautiful as Turner's striking is, as beautiful as Gamrot's grappling, this is the fight of the night. I, this is what I'm most excited just to watch. I think if you are a Turner fan, you have to take the KO early. But Gamrot is a beast. 
grappling. And if he can get some top control and drag this out, might be a long night. I, I, I'm just happy to watch this fight. I have no bet. I can't bet against either one. I can't bet for either one. This is my fight of the night. I am the most excited for this fight more than any other fight. All right, all right, all right. Fair enough, fair um, enough. Is it my turn? If you want it to be, sir. Yeah, go. Sure. Uh, Doc actually alluded it. I was going to add this on at the very end, but he kind of alluded to it, the top control, because I think that's going to be a major factor in this fight because I agree with everything he said. This is this is a very fun matchmaking. Like, matchmakers yep, they nailed a great it. job with this one. This, this is a good one. Um, Turner's striking, like you said, precise. He's, he's got those long limbs that have helped him find submissions. 77-inch um, reach against us. He has a near 7-inch reach advantage. It will be interesting to see. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's Gamrot just on top of him, top control. We saw him kind of win the fight um, against Sarukian with that, even though he got knocked down in that fight. So that's kind of how he edged out that fight. Uh, I see it kind of going similarly. I hate to like kind of draw to MMA math, but Jalen Turner, we've seen him get controlled and lose, kind of like when he fought Matt Frivola. Um, I just can't help but think if Turner is taken down, and put on his back. I'm not sure. Like he has the long limbs. He has the good submission skills. But that's in like those grappling exchanges where they're like reversals, that kind of thing. If Gamrot can just get to top control, I can't help but think he's gonna like edge out rounds and yeah. probably win like some kind of decision. Um, but for that reason, I see this fight closer than the odds are. I'm I'm gonna lay off this fight. Um, if anything, I might take the over because I don't really see either guy finishing the other. To be honest, money money's coming on Gamrot. Yeah, yeah. Definitely money is coming on Gamrot. He'll probably be public. He's fought the probably the better opposite. Like you said, he just fought he just lost to Benil Darius. That's a tough matchup. Um so he's probably gonna bounce back here. But the line is a little wide for me, uh, personally, so I'm off it. Alright, fair enough. Jolly. Uh both these guys actually for you know, once really broke it down to perfection. Love the frame of Turner. So that's where I'll just kind of get into my my bets here, and they both alluded to some of it. I like a decision no bet for Jalen Turner at plus 125. I think Gamrot is a, sharp. the guy to get the decision here. And then also, Bet Online has the scorecard or finish, and I, it hasn't dropped quite yet. I haven't gotten the line on it, but it could be minus 200. Don't matter to me. Gamrot. Round three on the scorecards or a finish also as well. So I'll have two in there that on the between that's the one that the bet online offers that when you go to the judges scorecards, if it's a two to one that, you know, obviously that it's uh, who wins on the scorecard there. Gamrot for me, round three, I'm waiting for that line to drop still and decision no bet for Turner. This is a phenomenal fight. And Jalen Turner a lot reminds me of the frame of the man in the main event, John Jones, of this lengthy precision striker. I'm not saying he's the same. I'm not saying he's the same. Don't get me caught up in there. But where the frame built for MMA, Bill nailed it when he said that that's what Jalen Turner was built for. So I I love the fight. Beautiful matchmaking. One hell of a fight to make. I'm excited, but it's decision no bet for Turner and Gamrot round three or finish on the scorecards. 
Okay, we love that. I I'm no, I'm making my official bet. Turner money line. I oh, I, I, I like, right here, I like right now. Line. Well, no. There see, the thing is, is, oh, there go your eyebrows. But homie. no, it's a. It's, <laughs> the more it's I think about it, the more <laughs> the value. No, 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 no. It's nothing that confident. But the more I think about it, and yeah. the, the more we've been talking about it, Gamera is gonna have to like shoot to close this distance. And the more I think about like the speed and the he's gonna be under fire. Turner, he's gonna be under fire. Yeah, yeah. and Gamrot's gonna have to shoot like a lot, probably to like land it. Like, sure, if he gets to top control, maybe he grinds it out. But like, I like Turner to really be defensive and kind of keep this at range. So he can use his reach, which is something that a lot of fighters can't do for some reason. I I don't understand how you can't. Yeah. Use your reach, but Jalen Turner is excellent at using his body as an advantage. Definitely, it's, he will it's put one on of the things I love about him most. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, this I, I is, like Turner. This is the fight of the night. I'm telling I you, agree. Turner striking is just—it's what it should be. It's the epitome. Watch him; everything he throws either has power, or it's to set up the next strike, or it's to—is. Uh, Watch him strike. He's what MMA striking is, and he's yeah. exciting, and he's a killer. He can finish. I'm telling you, it's it's. I love. I can't speak highly enough about his striking. He's one of my favorite strikers. He does have submission game, but Gamrot's grappling's on a different level. So yeah, it's super. I'm I'm telling you, I I'm just rambling now because I'm I'm totally going to fanboy <laughs> out for this fight. This is this is my fight of the night. This is your fight of the night, Doc. We love to hear that one. All right. Next night, definitely not the fight of the night, obviously. According to you guys, you guys went all in. So, okay, I got a question. Are you more excited about that fight than the actual main card? I am. Well, I've been, that's, that's my most exciting oh, fight. A little, it's it, in different ways. But in terms of the matchup and the actual fight itself, I'm more excited for... The, the Jalen Turner fight, but with the implications in terms of legacy and the name value and everything, you can't go wrong with the main event. Yeah, fair. But I actually think that this right here is a surprising. Yeah. So here we got um fight here. We got Shavkot. All... We got sorry. I must. I'm gonna attempt yeah. this shit right here. This is Shavkot Rock Monov. Rockmanov, baby, the Rockmanov. Rock. All right, cool. Versus Jeff Neal. That's, that's as, as best as I can get it right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, who who wants to take it first on this one? I'll go. I will. I'll, you oh, you want to go? Like, no, no, no. I don't want to steal Jolly. Rock, paper, scissors like, for oh, it right man. now. No, no, no. Hey. Going to say. This right here is the parlay buster. And this is the fight Ooh. that I think is a parlay hey, buster. Here yep. he goes. This is, go. No, I'm serious. This is one of – and I think Chavkar Rachmanov – is phenomenal, but I'm I may sound like an idiot later on, but I don't think he's quite as hyped as a lot of people are saying. So, I think he's going to be what what we're seeing kind of as Piotr Yana flying at that one two spot contender, maybe get the belt there, but I don't see him being this guy that's going to blow through the division. That's just me here. And this is a this is a tough matchup here because we haven't seen, you know, we've seen the impressive kicks and, and the spins and, and all of this, and we've seen his grappling. But man, Jeff Neal's a 
menace from his back. He is a man that does not stay on his back. He's a tremendous defensive grappler here. And that's why, honestly, I'm looking at the over here, and I'm also looking at a Jeff Neal decision. I think he's able to maintain some of the distance, and even if he does, which likely will happen in this fight, get taken down, he's a guy that's not willing to settle settle on bottom. He's able to get back to a neutral position. It's something that Shafkat has not seen. The last guy he fought was, um, oh God, blanking right now. Uh, he fought, who is it? His name was uh, Neil, Neil Magny uh, was, and then he, he got the guillotine choke, which went into the second round. Neil Magny is not a defensive wrestler at all. That's he's not a, a guy. That's, he's a better he's, grappler, but he's not the defensive wrestler that Jeff Neal is. And that's where we're going to see a difference. And he's going, Shafkot's going to have adversity in this fight. And for the price, I'm not sure how he responds to it. And that is why we're getting the decision from Neil here. That's my pick on this one here. It just, right. I think he's able to grind it out, maintain the distance. It's a great fight, but no way in hell would I put him, Shafkat, in a parlay. I think he's the guy that we get a split or something along the lines of that that, that blows it for everybody. All right. Doc? Um, I'm going uh, uh, to let Doc go because him and Jolly fought over this earlier, but uh, Doc going ahead. There's 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 actually no no fight because Jolly's incorrect, which it happens, and that's fine. I love Jeff Neal. I think he's a great fighter, but Neil Magny is better on the ground than Jeff Neal. Can we agree with that, Jolly? Well, it, well, it's what what you're saying. You're not. It's a different style. It's a stylistic matchup that is much different. Mm-hmm. Neil Magny is more willing to engage in grappling, which is the wrong type of style mm-hmm. for Shafkat. Okay. You don't so, want to engage on the ground with Shafkat. That's not what I'll, you want to do. I will ask you this, because now I'm I'm more than willing to open up my minute and 18 seconds for an open debate before I tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> All right. All right. So what is his path to victory? The decision. It's ma- maintaining the distance and getting up and striking on the ground and striking wanna, on the feet. His path to victory is getting up and striking to a decision. Yeah, 100%. Okay. That's where I think that we've seen the least amount of... That's Jeff Neal's path to victory. I need to get up because I'm going to get taken down, and I need to... I think it's very I think it's very possible that at the time... I'm not saying okay. that it, it will, but it's very possible that and likely that he will have to at some point get to the feet. All right, so I've been a big fan of The Rock... Since he hit the UFC, I haven't been wrong on him yet. I won't be wrong on him now. The price isn't there for me to bet him, but he's going to get by Jeff Neal. As long as he doesn't get clipped early, Brock Brock is going to win this fight, man, and he's going to keep his zero. And if you look at this card, there's a bunch of fighters with a zero next to their name. This is not the one to lose it. Brock. Is this man really 16 or no? Yes. Wow. And getting a le- better. A legit, a legit 16 or no, too. And getting better. This is not where he loses it. I like to step up in competition. Just beat Neil Matt. He's, he's going to beat Jeff Neal, too. Stop it. All right. Handy? Now, to quote a man 
who a few weeks ago said, All I need is him to get up one time. <laughs> uh it's not the same style. It's not the same kind of fight. So I get that. And Alexander Volkanovsky lost. Although, arguably, some people say he didn't. Um, but I love that bet. And you did quote yeah. me. And that's correct. And, and I did quote you. Was... You said if he gets up one time. And, and he did. He made a very interesting fight. And, you know, some people yeah, even yeah, say he won. You frame it like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm quoting you. I think it's not the same, but similar in that if – I'll say if, if – Jeff Neal can stuff the takedown attempt. If he gets taken down, it might get shaky. But if he can stuff the takedown attempt, or even like Jolly said, get up off the ground. But I mean, he has he can defend takedowns. He can he is good defensive uh, submissions. But I will say, Rock is special. Rock Banov is special. So that could it could outweigh it um, in this fight. And that's probably why the line is so wide. The line's wide for a reason. Like Rock Banov's hyped for good reason. Uh, like Bill said, high on him since he entered the UFC. He's 16-0. and 0. Um, But, dude, Jeff Neal, don't discredit what he's done recently. Like, I realize he had a little skid um, in those back-to-back fights. But coming off a really impressive win against uh, another really impressive fighter, like, that was a really good win. Like, Vicente Luque is no slouch. He stopped him. Um, and so, like, I I do see this being a potential parlay buster. Um I, I don't know if I have the balls to fade Rachmanov, but I, I will say this is one to watch out for. I'd I'd be a little bit weary putting Rachmanov in a parlay. But Listen, that, I didn't I didn't bet it. He's not gonna no, bust no, no, no. I'm saying you know I agree. That's more I'm saying to if the you, viewers. <laughs> yeah, if if you if you want to take away anything I said, it was that this is not the I don't think this is this the is guy not you the want one to, to throw in a parlay. parlay. Yeah. No, yeah. No, Especially no, at the no, price. No, no, no. It's not worth it at the price. No. If no, no. you you don't have to take anything else I said and you can throw everything out, but that's kind of the consensus among us. It's not worth it for the price to put this in no, parlay. Might happen, you might be able to sing your hallelujah praises, but just I would be I'd be very careful. All right, we're getting down to our final two right here. Um, Yo, on the just just a little um the for the co-main and for the main, I'm gonna give you guys as much time as you need to speak about it. All right, there's no timer because it's unfair to put a timer on two of the main and co-main fights. So I like that. We're gonna go in order here from top to bottom. So Handy, you're gonna start this one off right here. We have Miss Valentina uh, Shevchenko. Versus Alexa Grosso. I am going to be as square as it possibly gets for one reason. Um, I think Shevchenko starches Grosso. There will be someone who eventually, <clears throat> Aaron Blanchfield, <clears throat> eventually can rival Valentina Shevchenko. The go. The go. But it is not Alexa Grosso. It is not her i'm sorry this is this is one of those where shevchenko we see shevchenko is coming off a fight where some people are questioning kind of like the amanda nunes thing like oh when is she going to come out and have her bad night lose her belt blah 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 almost happened got a split decision which could have gone either way like even re-watching that fight i'm a little confused who won like it was a clear 48 47 one way um it's just like which round do you really say i mean it was a close fight at the end of the day it was a close fight I think it was more of like an off night for Shevchenko. And also Santos is a tough matchup. Like 
Santos, I mean, Super she's tough. got great power. She's got great power. She's actually able to neutralize a little bit of what Shevchenko can do so well. And that's why that fight was close. Alexi Grasso is not that person. Uh, I'm sorry. She's going to get taken down. She's going to get mauled. I'm telling you, the play is Shevchenko inside the distance. I don't care how square it is. The entire world is going to be on Shevchenko to win. And she's going to. She's going to start her. I'm sorry. She's she's not losing her belt here. But she is in the near future. The queen's coming up. The queen is coming up. I think that's when you fade her against Aaron Blanchfield. Bill? Bill? What you got? I'll start with this. Oh, okay. I'll start. I was taking. I was taking a deep breath. For, I, it was a dramatic. I'm not gonna lie. I you, thought. Yeah, I thought he DC'd. I thought he was gone. Yeah, I thought he DC'd. <laughs> man, I got scared. I said, "Oh no!" Absolutely ruined the dramatic pause, so that I can say that. <clears throat> Handy is correct. Across the board. This is a classic case of recency bias. I see people yep. online saying, oh, Grasso, uh, this, Grasso, that. Not taking anything away from Grasso. I think she's a terrific fighter. Oh, Shevchenko's done, this and that. She's not done. She's going to win this fight. She's probably going to finish this fight. Easily. I don't like it enough to bet it. And her decline will happen, but there's no way. It's this fight. Shevchenko There's is no still only way. 34 years old, by the way. I just want to say that. She's only 34. That's not that old. She, she's she's one of the most... She's an absolute murderer in, in, in women's MMA. People say, people say she's overrated. Are you out of your mind? That's no, it's just... There's no way she's overrated. She's, she's going to win. She's probably going to finish... Grasso, she will lose at some point, but it's that recency bias, dude. Talia Santos is a tremendous fighter. Oh, yeah, definitely. Gave her all she could handle, and then some, like, uh, I've, I probably watched that fight three, four times. This is not the fight that Valentina loses. No, stop it. So, yeah, square up. Take this square pick. Yep. Do whatever you want with it. Any any kind of way, put Valentina in whatever you want. Valentina's going to Stop it. I'll say that I think the Talia fight felt to me a lot like the first Volk and Max fight where uh, Max came out with a phenomenal game plan. Was He had the better game plan of the two. It's very close. And I think that that's kind of more why we got the trilogy was just because of that, that first fight than anything. And I think it was a mixture of Val have, having an off night and not quite prepping the way that she would have liked to but that's the big thing in ufc is it's you don't have and we talk about it i think feel like every single week you don't have the next week to make up for it and that's what makes being a champ so tough is that you have to defend your belt or you have to fight on that specific night regardless of injuries or anything else it's gonna be val there, there's no way around it. Handy kind of knocked it out of the park on the opening. That's the way it is. Val's yeah, going to win this it's fight. Up. I think Alexa Grasso, the <clears throat> division should be scared for her coming up because from all I've heard, she's 
train harder than ever, and it's going to make her a better fighter coming forward and going to be a menace to anyone below her. But it's yeah, just cool. There, there's levels above in the women's MMA <laughs> right now. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, so that's it on the co-main right there, boys? Yeah. All right. It's Val- It's it's Valentina. You're going to see all this goofy shit online about how to stop it. It's Valentina. <laughs> you know I what? Agree. It's just a square play, and it's going to win. All right, on to our main card, which I know is the last card before we really have some extreme fun for the night. We have Maybe John Jones versus C-Real Gone. Zero gone, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah this is your fight. And again, well, there's no time limit. Sucks. Have your fun well, here. Jolly's gone. Cause... Yeah, uh, let's let Jolly go first with his wrong ass take. Well, let Jolly go first. All right, just to remind oh, Bill, to everybody. I didn't know you agreed with me. You agree with me? I agree with you when you're right. Well, that's you, fair. You happen to be right here. That's fair. Oh, look All at right. that. Jolly's back. Well, oh, so fast. I see. Both of you suckers, man. So we should say disrespect, right? Go. Hold on. So it'll be hold on. Settle down. Settle (laughs) down, Jolly. What we should do is we should because we know where we are, so we should sandwich. We all know where we sit. Yeah, we've already talked. It should be me or Handy, and then Jolly, and then (laughs) me or Handy as a rebuttal. So Handy, do you want to go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. Me to go first. You're gonna let me close it. I'm the curtain. Yeah. I'm the curtain yeah, you're, closer. You're the curtain closer. You're the curtain closer. Uh, All right. Jolly's pulling out his uh his golden blue gloves right now. That's what's happening. So I'm actually gonna keep it fairly light and just bring up the 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 things that stick out to me that I know are probably available to everyone and people have seen these, but it seems like all I'm seeing is that people are looking into. I don't want to say old John Jones too much. I mean, he's he's 35. He's not by any means like old. Like this isn't Glover Teixeira. Um, but I will say each fight since his, and I will call it his prime because he could come out and start Cyril Gunn. That's always a possibility. We are talking about, I'm not saying that John Jones is anything less of a fighter than we should give him credit for. This is the greatest, and I will call him the greatest UFC fighter of all time. Better than Khabib Nurmagomedov. Not even really close in my book, but uh better than i i'm gonna even say he's better than prime mcgregor which is also controversial but he's the greatest fighter of all time that being said Uh, i would say maybe since the dc fight maybe i mean you could say that gustafson fight he also dominated him there but since then he had that split decision against santos where um it was a little bit of a like, question mark. I know it was a split decision. I do think John Jones won that. I don't think it should have been a split decision, but it was a close fight. And then the Dominic Reyes fight, where Dominic Reyes actually suffered an injury in that fight and still made it close. I will still say John Jones also won that fight, obviously. Won score by scorecards were wrong, though. The scorecards score were wrong. were wrong. But... Uh, there they go again, folks. They completely DC'd again. I think Discord's having some issues today. It's a sad day. I will entertain you guys until they come back, hopefully. Maybe they can hear me. Maybe they cannot hear me. Who knows? Uh, we're going to do this little number and see what's going on. 
Yeah, wow. Really, definitely cannot hear us. No, 100% could not. But you're now. back now. Yeah, back, okay, back there now. we are. We're back now. All right. Yeah, right. Yo, you got Jolly Host in the internet? Dude, <laughs> make, you know what's funny is it's not me because the stream doing? is still at, like, high capacity. And I'm still good. I think it's just Discord that's having a fucking aneurysm right now. Because we All know right. we use Discord as calls, but Handy, go on ahead, yeah. finish what you got to say, or rewind okay, about well, like 30 I'll, seconds. I'm at, Well, I'm actually almost done. All I was going to say is he's looked a little more human each fight. Now, this could be kind of like maybe he needed the time off. Like maybe it's actually going to be a good thing. He comes out, he starches him. But there's a lot of question marks surrounding him right now. And especially because I don't want to speak for a fighter. You never know what's going on with them. But we know there's some behind-the-scenes stuff that's gone on in his life. Not going to allude to any of that. But you don't know if that's necessarily affecting him. Like, I know he puts on this face like, oh, nothing affects me. I'm a, the greatest fighter of all time. You never know what's going on behind the scenes. Maybe that's why he had that split decision. Um, like, maybe that's why he's looked a little more human. I don't want to speculate anything. But um, I will say he's looked a little more human each fight since his dominant run which he was still on his dominant run, but I'm saying he's had some time off now. Um, almost three-year layoff. Well, it is a three-year layoff. He's also coming up a weight class, first fight at heavyweight, um, against uh, what I believe is a bad matchup because Gon has the range striking. He's not just your normal heavyweight who just stands and trades and like kind of the Tai Tuivasa style, just I'm going to put you out and do a shooey. Um, like, he, he's, he's a very calculated heavyweight fighter. And he is also, what I would say, the most technical striker. And he has some of the best movement at heavyweight. Like, he moves like he's a middleweight. Like, the dude is light on his feet. He is a tough matchup for John Jones at heavyweight. I think if this fight happened at light heavyweight, John Jones would starch him, no problem. But I do think it's interesting to see this fight at 265 pounds, even though they probably won't weigh in there. But, um, yeah, I, I think this is an interesting fight, and I like Gon to actually take it at the underdog odds. Fair enough. Interesting. All right. Who's going to jo It's Jolly's turn. Jolly's gotten his Jolly boxing has... gloves ready. I, I will, I will say right now, I, I can't. I'm not going against the GOAT. That's it right now. And Handy said a lot. And there's a lot of questions. And the thing that I've seen most online is people trying to break this fight down and saying it's going to go this way and how it's going to play out. There are so many damn unknowns that mm -hmm. all of them are going to sound moronic. It's just, if you think John Jones is going to be the aggressor and start to shoot, you've never looked at his numbers before. He's got a 40% takedown accuracy. He's not the guy that's going to shoot a double leg. Now he is a phenomenal wrestler, one of the best defensive grapplers, if not the best defensive grappler that we have ever seen inside the UFC. It's uh, DC couldn't do anything to him. And that is one of the best wrestlers that we've seen. And that's a heavyweight that was able to take down every heavyweight really that he faced there too. So that's, we have to put that into consideration, but the, the narrative that he's going to shoot for double legs based off of what happened with Ghana is just, that's wrong. That's wrong. But John Jones struggled with the Uber athletic. That's where Dominic Reyes found success. That's where Santos found success is being overly athletic and being able to beat him to the punch. The little slower speed at heavyweight, I think it's to his advantage now. Now he's got to be more careful of the shots. But to me, and it's one of these, you always you kind of try to get into the fighter's head, but the 
biggest difference to me is that there's this mental switch right now. He's no longer the hunted. He's the hunter. And this is the first time since that run that he is now becoming the hunter. He's not the guy with the bell. He's not the guy that's defending his legacy. He's the guy that's going for the belt. He's trying to chop the head of the beast, per se, of the guy that was a heavyweight champion. He's the last guy to lose to the champion before he walked away. He's now in the mindset. He said he's found that fear. If he said that he has a change of heart, I got to believe him with that. And it's just everything that I've heard in the lead-up is leading me to believe that John Jones is in the correct headspace, that he's trained harder than ever, he's got the mass on him. All that being said, minus 170 is too steep for me. I think that it's a John Jones decision. I might play that. But if I can get it down to minus 150, that's what I'll play. But at the same time, if if the money keeps coming in where it is and I can get Cyril gone at plus 150, I think I might have to do a little shot there. But in terms of pick, I got to go with John John Jones. Okay, okay. Doc, do you got any final words? A few. Uh, everybody's listening. John Jones, the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. Yep. The end. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think we're in, that's he a consensus this, in here, too. He is, that, you know, he is just like I was talking about uh, Turner earlier with his frame and his build. Like, if you could build a mixed martial artist, like, I would build John Jones. He uh, He's the most dominant champion. He is an absolute tactician. He's a chess master. He's a student of the game. He was born and built for mixed martial arts. Not only did he win every fight, because throw out that one loss, even Hamill says, no, he... He, <laughs> he destroyed him. Yeah, well, he, goes, uh, he, <laughs> he beat the shit out of him. So forget that. So, you know, he is undefeated. No one has ever beaten him. People have come close, but where John Jones' greatness comes in is he wants to beat you where you think you're the best. Oh, okay. You think you're a better striker than me? I'm going to beat you by striking. You think you can outgrapple me? I'm going to beat you by outgrapple. Like, that's that's how much better he is than everyone. Now, he it, it has gotten close. The Santos fight, I love the Santos fight, but Santos blew his knee out. I love the Reyes fight, but Reyes hasn't been the same since. So did John Jones ruin him? The Gustafson fight, the first Gustafson fight, is one of my favorites of all time. And I swore when I watched that, I swore Gustafson beat him. Well, guess what? Every time I went back and rewatched that fight. Isn't it funny how that is? John Jones won the fight. It's funny how that goes greatest of all time and i'm not trying to get inside john jones mind because he's uh he's a sociopath <laughs> so I'm, I'm not gonna go in his mind i'm just gonna go by what i've seen and i'm gonna trust my gut okay and it's hard to bet on a fighter moving up for the first time and why he's doing it and all this other stuff the best angle that i can find for this fight and it makes sense at the price is Cyril Gone or Gain? What do you say his name? Cyril Gone. Round four, five, or decision. 
is plus the 250. And John Jones will take him down at some point. It'll go to the ground. But I think Cyril's going to get up. It's not if he can get up one time. It's if he can get up two and three times. If he can get up two and three times, I would love to see John Jones carry this new mass for five rounds. I know Cyril can do it. He can do it in his oh, yeah. sleep. He can tap dance around everybody. His volume's so low, though, too. Doesn't it's matter. They're both, counter, they're both counter-strikers. It doesn't matter because they're both counter-strikers. So, it, all right, so let's just say John Jones takes him down once or twice early, but the fight gets back to the feet, right? And now it's round three, and Cyril's still popping around. And John's like, oh, man, I've been swimming in this pool. But I haven't had this 200 and – that's another thing. I, I really want to know what John Jones is going to weigh in at because yeah. he's not going to cut that's weight. Too. That's what everyone's going, going to say. He's not going to cut weight, yeah. right? Cyril knows exactly what he's going to do. And and you take the kickboxing thing, like he is the best kickboxer that he's going to face. Yeah, you fought Tiago to like you fought these dudes at two oh five. Heavyweight is different. You fought DC at two oh five. Didn't fight him at heavyweight. There's too many questions for me, and the price is there for gone four five for decision. Like I said, it's plus two fifty. I'm putting two units on it, especially since we're going to be up ten and a half after the day. <laughs> like I'm definitely going to throw some back and. Two I'm not units. a John Jones hater. I'm a little bit of John Jones hater as a person, but all that personal shit goes out the window when you step inside the octagon. I haven't seen enough video or talk to people that have trained with John Jones at heavyweight to tell me he can compete with a true heavyweight. I see him in a pool. I see him doing this. I see him doing that. It's a different world. Now, he does have Walt Harris with him, right? But nobody's out there to whoop John Jones' ass. I mean, there's too many questions, so normally I would lay off, but the price is there for me to take zero late or by decision. All right, all right, all right. I think, yeah. That's it. That concludes it right there. So we're, before we get on to our next session of the stream, which is going to be a really fun part, we're going to say our goodbyes to everybody who's listening to the CR podcast because this Ooh. is where the – oh, what's up, brother? Ooh. What Ooh. you got? Millie. What you got? I'm going to put something on the line real quick. Okay. That's fine. Please not my hair. The Magic Tiki Cup bets are 2-0. and oh. Are they really? Undefeated. Yes. Last two cards when I said Magic Tiki Cup bet, it has cashed. By the way, shout out to Tatiana Suarez for – Cashing that round two, three sub. Yeah. For plus 650. And Brendan Allen for looking tremendous. Which Oh, yeah. The Tatiana Suarez, I think, was the Tiki Cup. Like, I put the Tiki Cup at plus <laughs> 650 last time. The Tiki Cup bet for this card? Zero gone. Four, five, or decision, plus 250. Tiki Cup puts his undefeated record on the line. Wow. Yeah. Undefeated record on the line against an undefeated fighter. Uh... The DQ yeah, whatever. Sh- yeah, should be overturned. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry, Millie. Go ahead. No, you're all.